0: Yes, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor, Hallie, Brandon, Douglas with you here live from West Edmonton Mall, the Stingray Studios Fantasy Frenzy presented by Will Hawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall, willhawkbeefjerky.com And we are officially in it. One game down in the NFL season. If you started a Kansas City Chiefs receiver last night, I apologize. I think I was a little bit too high on the Canary's Tony bandwagon had he had hands he might have made some plays and got you some points maybe got you a great start to week one in the fantasy season but my gosh he forgot those at home and it was ugly for the Kansas City Chiefs offense maybe outside of Patrick Mahomes and a few other players he was not helping fantasy teams last night he was finding guys who unless you're in like an 18 team league you probably didn't have starting in your roster but we'll get into that later on in the show Brandon Douglas alongside with me Brandon the Duke (laughs) <laughs> one week down in the mornings. Uh, one hour to go here. How you doing?
1: I'm doing very good, Connor. As, as we talked about it all morning with Kevin. A little extra tired today, of course. I was down uh, hosting the kickoff for the NFL season at the Canadian Brew House Ellerslie location last night. Uh, great atmosphere. Staff always top notch, no matter what location you're at. Uh, and you and I are going to be doing that all all season. Yeah. Couldn't have asked for a better start in terms of my uh, how they treat me. And, and the game lacked a little juice at times, but the ex- the ending gave us at least a little bit of excitement. Worth, worth sticking around for anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Chargers fan. I've, I think if you listen to this program, you're going to know that very quickly. <laughs> I've seen Patrick Mahomes linger around in games too much. So the whole time I'm thinking, okay, he's going to come back and win this game. He's going to find a way to win. But at the end of the game, when he gets into a sticky situation and Travis Kelsey's not out there, it's it's just not the same so if you're a chiefs fan my goodness you got to be hoping that travis kelsey gets back there soon and is healthy if you want to get in on the conversation one 401 we'll take your text throughout the show any questions you might have going into week one of the nfl season of course brandon mentioned the canadian brew house uh we're gonna get to our fantasy wizard coming up later on in this show that's always presented by the canadian brew house we're gonna have jeff radcliffe on you, of course, can catch him on the other pregame show on the CBS Sports Network from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sunday mornings. Also on Twitter at Jeff Ratcliffe. Uh, I'm sure people will have a lot of questions. I know I have some questions to ask him and throw his way for sure. I saw you reacting to something. This text just came
1: in from Lance. Connor, I picked oh. the Chiefs week one in the Survivor Pool because I thought it was a sure thing. wanted to get a week one, not lose first game of the season. <laughs> I'm devastated. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I I know Lance saw him on the old Discord last night talking about that one. He was pretty upset. You know, I thought it was safe. I even said a few times to him, hey, man, don't worry. Patty Mahomes has this. He's going to march down the field. Uh, it just, it did not happen. And we should mention our survivor pool if you are in it and you are curious, hey, one game down, what happened? Well, we had 263 entrants, which is awesome. So thank you to everyone who got in. Last night, one game, 11 of you picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win, and you are done. So we're down to 252 after just one game. So what's going to happen this weekend? Like, what if the Cardinals find a way to knock off the Commanders? I bet that knocks off at least like 80 people. We'll see what happens. I think that number is pretty high. But yeah, the the survivor pool is going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Um, one thing I do want to get to on the show today, and we are going to throw out a, a hockey question. We'll do that in the third segment. Uh, it was posed to me last night, and I thought, you know what? I think our listeners would have a very good response to that question. So we're going to get to it, and it involves the Oilers and one of their players and uh, keeping him in the Keeper League. We'll talk about that in segment three of this show. As I mentioned, we're going to have our Wizard of the Day, Jeff Radcliffe, joining us in segment two. Segment one I want to ask you, Brandon. I mean, we're talking fantasy sports. One of the things that you know, there's always that one guy in your league that comes up with the clever name, the clever team name, and I've I've seen some good ones in the past. So, my question to everyone listening: uh, let us know at the text line one eight three three four zero one one four four zero. What is your fantasy football team name? Are you the the boring guy that? And I will say for a long time, my Yahoo football default was Connor's team. And I didn't like changing it. I just left it. There's people who come up with the clever puns regarding NFL players. Um, there, There was one guy in our league still, I think to this day, two girlies, one cup. And I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Todd Gurley, of course, for those who, who might not be too into to what that might, might uh, mean. What are you, Brandon? What what names do you go with? So I rotate every, every year in, in my Dynasty League. And it,
1: this is my personal rule of thumb. I know not everybody abides by it. But if you're using a player's name as a pun or something, that player has to be on your team. Like you can't use another team's player for a pun in your team's name. <laughs> um, so going back, uh, this was like, I, I rotate them around, and usually after I lose a game, I'll change it. You know, change the vibes up in the in the team's locker room, hypothetical locker room, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a couple of years ago, I drafted Alex Madison uh, in my dynasty league as one of my rookies, and is in initials A. Madison. Uh, my team's name was AshleyMadison.com, dot com, um, <laughs> which, if you're not familiar, I'll let you explore that yourself on your own time. Yeah, but. yeah.
0: <laughs> If you're in a healthy relationship, don't, don't go check Don't, it go, out. There, don't, don't go, go there. Don't go there. You don't yeah. want that in your uh, browser history. <laughs> uh, I sent you a link. Uh, I don't know if you have that that up on the, the email. So in our league, I was like the most boring person ever. My team names would always be Connor's team. And one of my good friends, arguably my best friend, the best man at my wedding, uh, Bobby, he had a, a very good name. And mm. it was a Simpsons reference. And... For those who maybe haven't, haven't watched The Simpsons, I think we'll run the clip if you have it, Brandon. You let me know when it's good to go. Um, but we'll run the clip first. They call him the galloping gazelle. His habitat, the frozen tundra of Soldier Field. For six seasons and two Pro Bowls, he grazed on the tasty green turf of the end zone. Until one fateful Sunday in November, when the Gazelle was stopped in his tracks by a big cat named Wayne Krzyzewski. So my friend, his team name was the Galloping Gazelle. And I thought finally, like, okay, I know what I'm going to make my team name. So my team name since that day, about two years ago, has been Wayne Krzyzewski. It's not even like... The, you know, the bandit it's just a person's name Wayne Cheshevsky. the picture I don't know if you can see Brandon it's just uh, him gra- grabbing the galloping gazelle's face mask <laughs> and twisting uh, the other league we're in same friend he became the bulldozer a reference to King of the Hill and that was when Bill Dothrieff goes in there and you know he he has his touchdown record the kid who beats its name is Ricky Suggs. So I made my football team name Ricky Suggs. He's moved on. His, his names make no longer like our, uh, the Galloping Gazelle or the Bulldozer, but I still am Wayne Cheshevsky and Ricky Suggs. So we'll see how long those last. I don't it's know. commitment to a bit. I respect that. Yeah, I respect I, that a lot. I just don't know, don't know how, how to change it, I think. I think I've just forgotten and moved on. Uh, Kyle from Millwood says, My fantasy team, Big Burrow Energy, man. Joe Bro, he got the the bag last night. Good for him. Uh, highest paid player in NHL history. Uh, Tim Buck says, "Hey fellas, a hockey draft name." <laughs> Who's Shattenkirk's bed? <laughs> <laughs> so glad you guys are back on air. Congratulations, Tim. Thank you for the text. Someone says, "Hyperextended Kelsney." Oof, <laughs> that might that might uh,
1: ruffle some feathers <laughs> here this morning of any uh, Chiefs fans. Of which I will say, man. A lot of Chiefs fans in Edmonton apparently. There were tons of Chiefs jerseys at the brew house last night, and a couple of them literally on their knees on that fourth uh, and twenty-five, looking up the, the great collection of uh, TVs they got there in the middle of the bar. Now, here's my question: Chiefs jerseys, how many Mahomes? How many Kelsey? It was a pretty even split. There was one other one. I didn't catch what the name was on it though, and it was like just in passing, so I couldn't even see what number to like then go and check. But yeah. A lot of, Ke- lot of Mahomes, yeah, a couple Kelsey's and then this one uh, different one. The one gentleman who came up to, to enter into the draw, which is a big part of going to check out um, football at the you win get chance to win tickets to the Super Bowl, um, he came over to say hello to me and I asked him, I was like, so have you like been a Chiefs fan for a long time or are you a bandwagon yeah. fan? And and he was very upfront. He said, no, like I just got into football the, the past couple of years. Me and my friends had never been into it. We started playing fantasy football and now we're all huge
0: NFL fans. And, and
1: I think a lot of people have very similar stories to that.
0: Yeah, you fall in love with a player, right? Like, oh, uh, Mahomes won me my league. I like him now. I mean, that drives me crazy because <laughs> I, you know, I, I always used to joke, like, if the Chargers ever won a Super Bowl, you're going to see me busting out the most random jerseys like Antonio Cromartie, Luis Castillo, Legado Nene, because I can't wear Herbert, because then people will say bandwagon. bandwagon. Who was the great fullback the Chargers had for a long time? Lorenzo Neal? Yeah. Yeah. You got one of those? No, you you know, that'd be a great, we should get him on the show. He's actually hopped on uh, the Jason Gregor show a couple times in the past. Awesome dude. Um, But yeah, it's, it's very, very uh, funny how that works. A lot of Mahomes, a lot of, a lot of cheese fans. Hey, I'm envious. A lot of bills fans in town too. Uh, I know uh, Tyler Yamchuk, big, big member of bills, mafia, a few other people we know. So uh, some teams do have those big followings and you know, Hey, if you're looking for a great spot to watch Monday, Thursday, all the Sunday games. Canadian Brew House will be fantastic. I'll be at the Louisa States location on Monday for Bills Jets. That's going to be one heck of a game. Uh, it's Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. 1 833 401 1440. Someone says, I drafted Chase and Burrow, called the team, Team Joe Mar. Yay. I mean, that could be a lethal combination some weeks if those guys start to connect. Uh, that comes from Twin Dad Matt. Coach Mike says, soft dump in the corner. I mean, that, that's a good one for hockey, for sure.
1: Uh, I will. Uh, for some, They're throwing a lot of hockey names in here too, which I, I think is, I th- traditionally, I think fantasy hockey rosters are a little bit bigger yeah. depending on your league format. So once again, going back to my point about you have to have the player on your team to, to have that name. Gives you a few more options, but a guy I play in a league with, um, is, is, his nickname is Scotty Rowe or Scoro. We just call him Rowe. Um, and so his fantasy team name for a long time has been, you, uh, you make love. So good (laughs) row. That's good. I think that's really good. I like that one. It's it's like includes a personal touch on it as well as the little, uh, the pun.
0: Yeah. Hey, I like it. I like it. Keep those team names coming in here. Uh, Calzone says, when you guys start talking NHL fantasy, where do you draft Bedard? I think next week we'll get into that. We'll get someone on from NHL fantasy just to, you know kind of tease those sorts of things see what's going on i, I am going to ask you guys a question coming up at the eleven forty ish mark of the show today uh it is regards to an oiler and should you keep him or not we'll get to that uh, later on in the show trainer mark says i have chase is on the case i mean i have a couple of nieces and nephews so i get that paw patrol reference and then woza mata you i don't necessarily get that one but i'm sure someone will uh inform us here on the text line. Yeah, there's some here that I, I just don't know if we can get in here. Like they're, they're puns. They're great for fantasy sports. They'd be great for a podcast or YouTube, but I don't know about the AM, AM dial. There's a couple of team names I've had over the years that would fall into this same category,
1: and <laughs> of, I think a very popular one the past couple of years has in, involves a <laughs> certain player who might be now serving some uh, time in a penitentiary facility. So.
0: Oh, I'm trying to think which one.
1: Well, I'll let you think on that, and then maybe over the break, I'll uh, I'll get you. To, I don't want you to guess, and then you know we have people texting in the, the guesses and stuff. So, but uh, well, we'll just let that linger and, and kind of shoot out, and people can make of it what they will.
0: Uh, how about this one? A bar down. So a bar down. Abba. That says love you, strutty. Hey, we love strutty. We got to get strutty on for the fantasy talk. Back, you know, in the previous. I don't even know what we were before strutty would work from home a lot of the times and i'd be back at the studio and we'd be during the break and i just hear hey buddy who do I start tonight? And it would just be like throwing you these options. Like, I don't know, Strides. you got to make these. I, it's tough for us to tell people who to start because if it doesn't work out, you know, we're the bad guy, you know?
1: And, and I think I <laughs> personally, Connor, I, I know you have a much better reputation as a, an expert on football and, and well, knowing what you're talking about than I do, especially at this point, um, me being so fresh to the gig. But uh, I'm just leaning into the fact that I'm going to be wrong a lot. And whatever I say you can hold it against me if you want, but you better come with the receipts when I'm right as yeah. well, which uh, going back to the Kadarius Tony thing, I was right. You are. But I didn't follow my own advice, and I started him in one of my uh, leagues last night when I <laughs> – which yeah. I also do a lot. I don't follow my own advice.
0: I guess there's a reason the Giants moved on, and I know it wasn't off the field as well, but those drops, my goodness. There was that one when he was crossing. If he catches it, he's, he's probably taking it to the end zone. But – and it, you know what I got? Joanne Taylor, we got to call him out on that kind of stuff. I, I was so mad when he played for the Jags last year, one faithful January night when they completed one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history, and that guy was not getting called for his formation, his false starts. Joey Bosa was taking penalties, losing his mind. And then last night when he got his on national TV and the referee expert comes on and says, yeah, he's, that's a penalty. He should be called on that. Like he's not going to get away with that anymore. So the football gods were watching.
1: It was all night long. And then finally gets flagged on the fourth quarter. And and we were talking about it with Kevin this morning and um, uh, our guest who, who, uh, Howard balls are like, if you're not calling it all game, And then you call it in the fourth quarter. That's just as frustrating then for the Chiefs fan Mm -hmm. staff and the player as well, right? Because you're like, okay, I'm not getting called. I'm going to keep doing it. And I think a lot of pro athletes will say this. They're like, you want to cheat as much as you can until you get caught. And then you get caught. Okay, you know where that line is. He just kept pushing that line all night long. And like you said, it goes back even further. Uh, But yeah, finally getting caught. And uh, maybe people will be keeping a closer watch on that uh, moving forward.
0: For sure, for sure. I mean, that one was clearly obvious. I mean, some of the plays, he times it perfect, so I give him credit for that. Uh, but you're right, you want consistency from the start to the end. Uh, hey, James Bradbury wants consistency going back to that Super Bowl, right? The little hold, you know, it was going all game, and then at the end of the game, you call it and the Chiefs win. Oh, football, what a game. You got to take that, uh, take take the ups with the downs. We got lots of good names coming in here at 1-833-401-1440. We'll get to those later on in the show. Coming up next, uh, we're going to get to our Fantasy Wizard, brought to you by the Canadian Brewhouse, uh, Jeff Radcliffe, from CBS Sports and FTN Fantasy. He'll answer your questions, so keep those coming in, in on the text line. You're listening to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. We're back here on Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas with you here on this Friday morning. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line. A question we threw out there at the start of the show. What kind of fantasy football namer are you? Do you go with a simple name? Or are you working on the puns? Uh, we've got some good ones coming with the text line. Amon amongst boys. Big fan of that one. The one who knocks profile pick is Walter White with Dawson Knox hair. Uh, Keep those coming into the text line. We'll get to those later on in the show right now though, we're going to get to our fantasy wizard brought to you by the Canadian brew house. Join the CBH for Monday, Thursday and Sunday night football for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chip to win a, to win a trip to the super bowl in las vegas we bring in jeff ratcliffe you can catch jeff on the other pregame show on cbs sports network from 6 a.m till 10 a.m mountain time also on twitter at jeff ratcliffe and get check his workout at ftnfantasy.com uh, jeff thanks for doing this so much a uh, question for you when it comes to fantasy team names do you have any good ones that you rely on do they change every year what's what's the strategy there
2: I think I'm just really basic. Uh, I I think Jeff Ratcliffe works as a team name. I I don't really put much thought into it. Uh, You know, I'm a classic person. I'm... Uh, I don't have to be flashy. I just, you know, point to the scoreboard. And so, yeah, I don't really, I don't do too much in the team namespace.
0: I like that. I was saying uh, for the longest time, both my teams were just Connor's team, and it it got the job done. Uh, Speaking of getting the job done, last night, uh, the Detroit Lions finding a way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs obviously without Travis Kelsey. Uh, When you look at this Chiefs offense going forward, if Kelsey, if he's going to miss the next couple of weeks, are there any receivers that you think you can trust on this roster?
2: I mean, short answer, no. I mean, Michelle Tafoya did say that there's a possibility he could be back for the Jaguars game. I don't think they have any reason to rush him back, though. They have, you know, even losing week one, they have aspirations to win another Super Bowl. And obviously, he needs to be on the field for them to do that. But my biggest uh, uh, thing that I I was giving uh, people advice on heading into the season is, they have seven wide receivers, and they're going to use seven wide receivers, which is exactly what they did last night. Now, they used a lot of Marquez Valdez, Scanling and Sky Moore in terms of routes run, but we saw Sky Moore not show up in the box score, three targets, zero catches. I thought Marquez Valdez, Scanling was fine, only the two targets, two catches, but I thought he actually was the best receiver on the field. Now, the listeners may be screaming at their radios, what about Rasheed Rice? <laughs> yes, he ran ten routes, though. He ran 10 routes, and this was the plan all along. Brett Peach, the general manager of the team, said, hey, we like this kid. He reminds us of Juju Smith-Schuster, but they're going to ramp him up. So I don't think we can take him and run with it, and I think every single week that ball is going to be spread around, meaning there's very minimal fantasy upside with endorsing any of the wide receivers for the Chiefs.
0: Jeff, when you look on the other side of the ball uh, with Jameer Gibbs and the Detroit Lions offense, uh, are you concerned with his usage, or do you think that's more of a case of just a rookie in his first ever game?
2: No, I don't think either. (laughs) I wasn't concerned because I was... I suppose lower. This happens every year. You know, we get this uh, uh, the the allure, the luster, the appeal of the unknown rookie running backs when, meanwhile, the writing was on the wall. Dan Campbell said, we have a pounder, we have a slicer. Last year, that was Jamal Williams, obviously, and DeAndre Swift. And when you look at the touch breakdown, Jamal Williams is a 15 to 20 touch per game type of guy, mostly in the run game, not doing much in the passing game. DeAndre Swift was like an 8 to 10. Well, last night, David Montgomery had 21 touches, and, uh, and we had uh, Gibbs with nine. That's not coincidental. This is exactly what we should have expected here. Now, that doesn't mean that the, the sky is falling for Jameer Gibbs. The kid's obviously electric. We saw it. He looked great on the ground. But the problem is that offense is designed to work that way, and they have guys to fit those roles. So if, if you're somebody who's listening, you went out you drafted Jameer Gibbs at RB 13 you got out over your skis a little bit there uh it's not the end of the world let's hope for the best here but I don't see much changing in terms of distribution
1: Jeff Ratcliffe from the other pregame show on CBS Sports Network as well as uh, you can catch his work at fantasy.com. Jeff uh, looking now ahead to the uh, the rest of the slate this weekend a couple teams that I feel aren't getting quite as much fanfare because other teams in their divisions are. I'll start you off with the, the AFC North. Baltimore loaded up on receivers. Cleveland's hoping Deshaun Watson can be better after a, a full year in the system. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kenny Pickett, by all accounts, come and reports out of camp, looks like he's kind of ready to take that next step. Is he a guy that you're thinking is a viable QB to start uh, in fantasy?
2: Not against the 49ers. <laughs> Not this <laughs> week. And I don't care. Like Kyle Shanahan said, unless, unless Nick's Bose has got a big old beer gut, uh, he's going to be out there. I, I, he could even be limited, and it really doesn't matter. That is a really challenging matchup. But Kenny Pickett, I mean, viable in one quarterback leagues? unlikely, in most weeks, unlikely, because you're talking top 12. Viable and Superflex league? Sure. The thing about Kenny Pickett from last season that flies under the radar is he actually did throw the ball to the end zone a lot. And that's a key stat that I like to focus in on because the highest percentage conversion rate of passes to touchdown passes, like pass attempts to touchdown passes, is when you target a receiver in the end zone. And he had 25 of those end zone throws last year. So that's a pretty big time number. Did not convert a lot of them, and a lot of people know certainly didn't convert any with Deontay Johnson. But I do like him to take a step forward. I still think this is building though. You know, we have to see the uh you know we have to see George Pickens become more of a well rounded receiver, not just a guy who can make spectacular plays, but can also make the routine plays. We have to see obviously the backfield maybe solidify. I'd love to see a little bit more Jalen Warren, but we're gonna see plenty of Najee Harris as well. But I, I don't think, you know in a one-quarterback league, I, I'm not really overly bullish on Pickett just yet.
1: And then over in the AFC East, the, the New York Jets getting tons of press with the addition of Aaron Rodgers and all of his buddies from Green Bay. But down in South Florida, the Miami Dolphins had a great year last year. The injury to Tua to Tungavailoa definitely set them back. But with that collection of receivers like Jalen Waddle versus Tyreek Hill, who do you think, like as Hill, still very effective, but getting older and Waddle, the up-and-coming guy, Does one have more upside uh, if maybe you're looking Daily Fantasy or something like that?
2: Daily Fantasy this this week, there is a world where you can have a Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill lineup, and it actually works. (laughs) So this week, uh, you know, honestly, no. I think they both have enormous ceilings. Mike McDaniel is is one of the brightest offensive minds in the NFL, and he really showcased that last year. We saw Tua has a six-touchdown game, You know, on his resume now, already it has happened. There's no speculation on the ceiling. We know what it is. They're both there, but I really want to underscore one of the best metrics to use to look at efficiency is yards per route run. In my previous uh, uh, days when I worked at Pro Football Focus, I really highlighted that, and I continue to use it now. If you are above 2.0, two receiving yards for every route that you run, you are very good. If you are over 3.0, you walk amongst the gods. And Tyreek Hill last season walked amongst the gods. He had one of the most efficient seasons that we have seen in, in history among wide receivers. So he's still there. He's still amazing. But Jalen Waddle's pretty darn good as well.
0: Uh, Kurt from Barhead, we got a text coming in here. I think someone's looking on the waiver wire here. He says, with Cup's injury, do you see more targets going to Van Jefferson, Tyler Higbee, or any other Rams receivers?
2: So not Van Jefferson. There's a lot of uh, misperceptions out here. Van Jefferson is in a high air yards receiver, downfield threat. Cooper Cup obviously is not. So the answer actually you did mention it's Tyler Higbee and shockingly it's Tyler Higbee, but I, I, I really, I actually have Tyler Higbee ranked at six right now. He's going to see heavy volume in this contest. He's a short and intermediate area receiver who has chemistry with Matthew Stafford from having played with him. Unlike Puka Nakua, who I like the BYU product. I like him, but he's not usable this week. And uh, to make matters better, Seattle gives up points to, to tight ends by the nature of, of their defense. They do run a lot of cover three. That gives you that short and intermediate. It's a bend but don't break t- uh, type of defense in that regard. So Higby should be very busy this weekend. And if, you got me- if, you, uh, if you're worried about tight end you know, and, and somehow he's out there on waivers, he would be a pickup for me.
0: Jeff Radcliffe joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy. You can catch him on the other pregame show on the CBS Sports Network, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Mountain Time, also on ftnfantasy.com. Uh, when you look at the Indianapolis Colts, obviously it was a big story this offseason when it came to Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, any, any of those two you think uh, could put up some numbers this weekend?
2: Uh, what's the line in, uh, in, in uh, Star Wars A New Hope? These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> I, um, can I be Obi-Wan here for a minute? It's a mess. And, and the thing is, like, fantasy folks are always there, – there's this, this need to react to everything. And this is not something we react to because if it looks like a mess, it smells like a mess, guess what? It's a mess. If Zach Moss comes back, we'll likely see a combination of Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, and Evan Hall. If he's not back, then, yes, maybe you could jam Deion Jackson into a flex spot – but really, the answer to the question is Anthony Richardson. We're going to see him in this game, and we have no idea how, how this is going to look. <laughs> but we saw him run at the college level. We, we saw him run at the combine. We know what kind of specimen he is. And at the very least, he's going to run in this game. And, and that's where I'm gravitating towards much more so than the backfield.
0: Excellent. Well, Jeff, we really appreciate you doing this today. Thanks so much, and uh, enjoy the weekend in football.
2: Of course, appreciate it, guys, uh, and you do the same.
0: There you go. That is Jeff Ratcliffe. Get him on Twitter at Jeff Ratcliffe or X, I suppose. I, I'm going to always call it Twitter. That's that's just an you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, that brought to you by the Canadian Brew House, sending you to the Super Bowl. Hey, do you remember who you qualified last night, Brandon, to go or for a chance to go to the Super Bowl?
1: One guy's name was Lyle. Lyle? He, got, he got my personal golden ticket to go to the Ice House over championship weekend. Oh, um, okay. Because they give away a couple different things throughout the night, kind of different opportunities to win. That's the only one I remember because I personally handed the ticket to him that, uh, yeah. that I get to give away every Thursday night. Hmm. Good for him. He was pumped. Yeah, he was he was beyond ecstatic. He'd come over and said hello earlier in the night. Uh, I uh, I bought him and his buddies a, a round of drinks for for doing so and appreciate them coming out and supporting the Canadian brew house. In turn of them supporting us, yeah. And so I was very glad to see him uh, get the chance to to go win some tickets.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, the Super Bowl would be such a cool experience. You know, obviously the game would be fun. You're going to see a world class concert at halftime, but just the parties leading up to it, the the experience. And you, you see those guys that have gone for like thirty straight years. One day, I'd like to get there. One day. Maybe, hey, maybe the Brew House winner will take me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's, if if whoever's listening, if you end up winning, uh, you can flip a coin and take myself or Connor. Yeah.
1: We'd be mighty grateful.
0: And then we could do like the show from Super Bowl Media Row, Radio Row. I mean, we'd get right in there. I'm sure of it. Just for one hour each day. What's the big deal? Uh, We asked you about team names for your fantasy football coming in and uh there are some definite good ones uh no name here we need your name buddy love the puns my three money teams are tyreek and havoc Mahomes, and the swifties um i like those i like them all uh someone says that oh pillman if i win i'll sell them to you oh my gosh i don't Don't think i could afford that i think he's looking to retire off that probably (laughs) big payday uh here we go from imitation tom this whole x twitter thing is like nexus nexopia the og's never changed what they called it do you
1: remember nexopia that precedes me because even like age wise there is a lineup point yeah but rural alberta internet connection wise there is not
0: Mm -hmm. that's the one that got you you know what i was actually a moderator on nexopia (laughs) they were like you pop you post a lot on the football forums would you like to be a moderator and i'm like what does that entail? They said, well, you get free Nexopia plus so you could view who like looked at your profile and stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. And I would, you know, if there was too much slander about people I liked, ban. (laughs) (laughs) That offer sounds like the ones you see on
1: Instagram where it's like, copy and paste this link into your calculator to tell you how many people have blocked you. Like yeah. That sounds like the offer it gave you. It's like, you can get Nexopia Plus yeah. for
0: free. You can make it any color, your profile. And you know what? I, I think I did it for a little bit. I was like 15 or 16, and then I thought... What's the point of this? All I'm like I I would just block people. And like <laughs> when people have here's your warning. It was yeah, I'm sure the trolls got after me pretty hard, but yeah, Nexopia, back in the day. Uh we are going to talk a little hockey. I'm going to throw out a situation to all you guys and I want all your answers at our text line 18334011440. But right now, uh, why don't we give away some more tickets? Of course, the Empton Huskies in action this weekend. JP Bowl at 1 o'clock taking on Crosstown Rival, the Wildcats. Uh, we're going to give some tickets away. Uh, all you have to text in, what should the keyword be today? Chiefs. Chiefs. Because they're the losers. <laughs> give them a little shine. Yeah, pump up their spirits. They haven't won enough recently. Text in Chiefs to one eight three three four zero one one four four zero 401 1440 if you want to go. To the Huskies game this weekend, uh, they're doing some really good things. If you are an evacuee from the Northwest Territories, bring your ID. You can get in for free. Some great local entertainment. I think cheaper beers, good food, and uh, yeah, support the local football teams in town here. Of course, uh, geez, Elks playing this weekend. G-Bears tonight, G Elks tonight. tomorrow,
1: Wildcats, Huskies on Sunday. Unbelievable. Uh, couldn't draw it up any better as an Edmonton
0: football fan. You know what? I think Edmonton's going to go 3-0. and G-Bears are looking good. Elks they're gonna bounce back and then I mean Huskies <laughs> gave us the tickets so we're gonna ride with the Huskies they won it's a rematch and they won last time so we're gonna say complete sweep uh that's like a shout out to the Wildcats hey you gotta hook us up with some tickets to give
1: away we actually had the head coach of the Huskies on the Kevin Carrier show yesterday or the day prior forgive my uh fleeting memory but yeah and uh he mentioned the the uh, Huskies have won this matchup a lot in a row here. So uh, if you're a Wildcats fan, get the, get out there and
0: support your team. Try and turn the tides. Absolutely. Okay. Text in chief. If you want to go to that game on Sunday, one call kickoff at JP bowl. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to throw a fantasy hockey situation your way. You're listening to fantasy frenzy here on sports. 1440 brought to you by will Hawk beef jerky. Welcome back to fantasy frenzy here on sports. 1440 Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. That gave me a great idea, Brandon. You and I were talking about this Sunday, the plans while the games are going on. I think after today's show, I might go buy Wilhock Beef Jerky and grab some for the weekend.
1: Go and get Trent's opinion on the Cowboys. Yeah, are, they, are the Cowboys back? Are they- <laughs> Does Dak Prescott not
0: suck? You know, when you like think of like levels of sports, like in Toronto, there's like or hockey. It's like the Maple Leafs, and they have kind of the like the cup should be coming home. In in like international soccer it's England. It's coming home. I feel like that's the Dallas Cowboys like it's coming home.
1: Oh yeah, it, it, it's in it's Texas
0: foot Texas football,
1: Longhorns yeah. football, um Duke basketball too. I mean, like Dukes actually good though, so it's kind of hard to put them in that that same category, but they're Yankees baseball Yankees, fans, they're Lakers. And yeah, and usually there's one one person is a fan of all those teams. <laughs> Cowboys, Yankees,
0: uh and um uh Leafs fans. Oh man. I mean, hey, there would be a time where it would be great to be a fan of those teams. Um, maybe not not now. I mean, they're, they're good, but it could be better. Anyways, uh, let's let's get to the text line here. 1-833-401-1440. If you want to chime in here, this is the question. And uh, this came to me last night, and I said, you know what? That is a good question. I want to take it to... The listeners and get, get the, the court of public opinion on this one. So this was the question. It was from Kurt, an Oilers fan stuck in Calgary. He's in the Keeper League. You get to keep five. He's got three forwards down. I saw the list pretty good. Crosby, Hughes, good, a good crop of players. But his question is, would you keep Stuart Skinner? Knowing that in the Keeper League, the elite goalies are going to be kept. So when he gets to the draft, the, I suppose, you know, the players available... It's going to be a little shallow. Stuart Skinner, obviously young, improving every year. Jack Campbell is there. I'm sure he's going to be fighting for starts, but, but would you keep Stuart Skinner if you were
1: Kurt? My thing with keepers always boils back to one thing, the value, like where, where did you draft them originally? And in the case of Stuart Skinner, I know in a couple of leagues I was in that he did actually get drafted in a pretty decent spot. Like, Who knows? Maybe he was able to get Skinner off waivers early in the year when you know coming in it looked like it was Jack Campbell's net. Nobody drafted him, and you're not you're not giving up that round draft pick in this year's selection. As a goaltender, he's he's terrific. You can't count him out that way. Like the stats back it up, the pedigree backs it up. Everything's there. He's he's gonna have success. The issue being that I still think he will split a lot of time with Jack Campbell. The Oilers are financially invested in him. He's not going anywhere. And we saw it that the Oilers were at their best when both goaltenders were getting reps. And I think Jay Woodcroft knows that and is going to play them both regularly enough to to maybe put a little bit of hurt on Skinner's value. To me, in fantasy hockey, goalies are a lot like quarterbacks in fantasy <laughs> football. There are a couple really, really good ones. Then there's a medium-sized pool of next one. And then a lot of just everyone else pretty much even playing fo- field any given day type thing, Stuart Skinner I would probably put in that second category of good, but playing time would probably play a factor in his actual fantasy value over the course of a whole season.
0: Yeah, and I mean I, I kind of you you bring up quarterbacks for for whatever reason, my mind went to uh, running backs. It's like well, are they a split tandem? You know how, how much can you rely on them? Who's going to get the the majority of the starts? I remember I believe it was Ken Holland saying last year that he wanted Jack Campbell to get fifty ish and Stuart Skinner to get 30 ish and it flopped. Stuart Skinner got 48 stars last year. Campbell got 34 and uh, you know Stuart Skinner 29 wins. I mean I think as a non fantasy person Stuart Skinner you had to be happy with what he presented you Uh, playoffs. There was a few games that were a different story and Jack Campbell got in there and you know although it looked a little hectic at times he did the job so I I think that would be my only concern would be do you do you worry about Jack Campbell getting in there and, and taking some of the starts away from him. But you do also have to factor in. I mean, no elite goalie is going to be left for, uh, for the draft. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, goalies are an enigma, it, both <laughs> in, in sport, in fantasy sports. Like, And in, the reason I go to the quarterback comparison is that one plays usually. Right. I mean, on, on, on your actual team, one quarterback plays the game, one goalie starts the game. And uh, obviously, one quarterback is going to play hopefully every game for your team in a season. The goalie, yeah. not the case. But that's where I draw that comparison from. Um, we got some text in here. This one from Jay. The only or this is the issue I have. Who do I keep? Soros or Skinner? I have no clue. Only points for wins. Then I would definitely be going Stuart Skinner. UC Saros is going to play a lot of games. Nashville brought in a lot of new people. I don't think they're going to be that good still. Um, UC Saros is going to buoy them, and maybe tire himself out. He's, mm-hmm. he's played a lot the last couple of years and, and, and kept that team afloat, kept them competitive. They're trying to bounce back and get back to the playoffs, but I think Stuart Skinner, is the um, if it's just for wins, is the only points. I think Skinner is the obvious choice there.
0: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, the Preds went on one heck of a run after they shipped everybody out and were winning <laughs> hockey games, right? It was, they're like, how are they competitive? How are they fighting for a playoff spot? But yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to go with Stuart Skinner if it's just wins. If that's the only thing, Saros is going to probably a good save percentage, probably probably make a lot of saves. Probably <laughs> gonna... contend for the Vesna
1: Trophy because <laughs> of his importance to that team. But when, if it's just wins, that seems pretty open and
0: shut to me. I think so as well. We've got one here, no name. Keep him. Kind of depends on scoring and how big the league is, but I would keep him. Yeah, I, I, I think I would. I mean, maybe. And like you said, it depends where you got him in the draft, right? Or it was it a a pickup on the waiver wire? But I think you keep him, and, and hope that he continues to trend the way he has. I think statistically, if you look at him each year of his career at those levels, so like in the AHL, WHL, he seems to always get better. I mean, the guy's are professional. He's way more mature than I am And he's like half my age So yeah I I think that he's a guy Who's focused He's locked in And I I think I think we keep him Uh, Mike from Vegerville Depending on point structure Goalies don't make or break a pool Ours is a point for a win And an additional for a shutout So something not to lose sleep over If it's similar I Some some fantasy hockey pools are so in-depth, hey? Like block shots, hits. Oh, yeah. I've played in <laughs> a couple of those.
1: <laughs> block shots, shots, face-off wins, um, things like that. And and to go to Mike's text, that is about the most simple, besides the one the uh, other texter just said where it's just wins, this is the most simple goalie format I've ever seen. And Because mm-hmm. when I read the first sentence saying goalies don't make or break a pool, I couldn't disagree more. I think if you have good goalies in your fantasy hockey pool, like you you can easily, easily win each week. And once again, it comes down to structure. Is it a categories one or actual, um, like you said, points one for one? And goalies are very important in fantasy to me. And football is one thing. Most leagues follow like one of a few different structures. Hockey is a million different structures and formats. So I won't, uh, I won't tell you you're wrong, Mike. Because, by the sounds of what you're saying here, it, yeah, one for a win, one extra for a shutout, that is pretty negligible.
0: Yeah, it, it just depends, right? It's going to vary league to league. And that's, man, when we get into the hockey talk, that's going to be very different. I know yeah. we've kind of talked about doing a pool format where players are in categories and you take one player from each category or tier. And I think we'll get that going. Uh, probably in the next month or so so everyone can get in on it um we're talking about maybe doing a buy-in for that one and raising some money for charity obviously not not we're not we're not, <laughs> we're gonna, pocketing we're not lining our corner. pockets yeah we'll, we'll find a charity maybe for Gregor's grads and uh, try to help that one out and try to try to make it big and fun with our fantasy frenzy listeners but uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun here. Uh, we've got some texts coming in here, going with uh, fantasy football. This comes from Mike. Hey boys, who would you start this week? Dak at New York in the rain, or Watson at home to Cincinnati? Um, geez, I mean, I'm really interested to see what happens with the Dallas Cowboys because head coach Mike McCarthy, a play caller from his time in Green Bay, but he kind of talked about how when Kellen Moore left, how. You know, Kellen wanted wanted to put up points. He was the play caller last year. Put the ball downfield, score quickly. McCarthy wants to win football games. So I'm wondering how much of that changes. Like, if it is, you know, an eight-point lead, are they, hey, let's just run the ball. Let's bleed the clock and get out of here with the win. Whereas last year, Dak was going to keep on throwing it, right? So I am very intrigued by Dak. You factor in the rain, the defense there. I think Kayvon Thibodeau. I I think he's going to have a breakout season. So... I might lean Watson, but even he's got some questions surrounding him. So I don't love your situation this week, Mike, to be totally honest. I guess we'll see. Maybe Brandon has some more optimism here.
1: There's going back to we talk about Connor's affinity for the Chargers, and that (laughs) makes him admittedly biased. I am also admittedly biased on Deshaun Watson because as a Texans fan, I saw him. Have an MVP type season for a team that only had three wins that same year. Led the league in passing. It, the talent is there. The character obviously is not. But now with the Browns, like they're a team I very much have my eye on. They, positionally wise, they're as uh, stacked as almost anybody. Between Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, David Joku, Nick Chubb in the backfield, to like to provide, provide pressure. Get, once you get the run game going, play action immediately becomes more effective. The Browns are a team I'm I'm high on personally, both in terms of actual results and their individual players on the offensive side of the ball uh, to get their fantasy uh, numbers going. I, I'd be leaning Watson because of what you said, uh, Connor, both with the change in play calling and the weather conditions, maybe playing a role uh, if it does end up being a little rainy for for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I that and that's the kind of thing that like. McCarthy, old school guy, came from Green Bay. Maybe with the weather, he's like, "Hey, we're gonna run Pollard. That's that's gonna be the game plan in this one, and see how it goes." I'm not a meteorologist, so I haven't even looked into those weather forecasts. That's next level, but I really respect it. Uh, f- yeah, for Cleveland, I mean, you you got Nick Chubb, you've got Jerome Ford uh, in the backfield there, Amari Cooper, who all he does is you know catch eighty plus and a thousand yards each year, so he's a nice weapon. David Njoku. The one year I don't draft him, he has a good fantasy season. I mean, that was my guy for the longest time, and he just would not put up points. So, yeah, I, th- I think I lead Deshaun Watson, and you're right. I mean, we don't have to get into the character because I think we all know that uh, there's 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 some issues there. There's some questionable things. But as a talent, I mean, the guy is unbelievable as a football player. So, yeah, I, th- I think I lean Deshaun Watson, and maybe just wait and see with Dak and wait and see with a new play calling what what the uh, the offense looks like, like you said, especially in that weather. Uh, It's going to be interesting It's Sports uh, 1440 Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here on Fantasy Frenzy powered by Wilhock Beef Jerky What's your favorite beef jerky?
1: I like it spicy Okay cool Hot and spicy Okay. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick note here I'm not sure if uh, If you're sending texts in We can see them But I'm not sure our replies are sending out because I, uh, a couple people have said, "Are you are you getting these?" And I'd replied earlier this morning saying, "Yeah, we got you And then another reply, they just texted in again, "Are you getting these?" So I just did a little test with my own cell phone on our text line, and yeah, we are receiving them. We can see everything you guys are sending, and we appreciate all the texts. But the replies don't maybe look like they're going out, so we will get that addressed asap, Rocky, and uh that way we can get back to everybody that texted in. Um, looking for Huskies tickets. We want to make sure uh, we get some winners for those to get you out to the game on Sunday. So we'll get that taken care of. Uh, In the meantime, just wanted to fill everybody in. We're not ignoring you, we promise. Uh, We we appreciate you texting, and we want to make sure you feel valued by uh, contributing to the show.
0: Yeah, you're right. No reply. (laughs) Hey, we are
1: replying. I've been replying to everyone. Almost every text message I get during both the Kevin Carrier show and our show, one of the two of us is replying to it.
0: Well, you know what? We're going to fix it, and people's phones are just going to blow up from all the replies <laughs> just coming in all at once. Uh, keep those texts coming, though. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. I think we're about to wrap up here on the program. And for anybody saying that if the replies haven't been
1: going through beyond just today, and you had asked us for the fantasy pool link, and we didn't send it to we tr- we did send it to you, but yeah. you did not receive it, we encourage you please go to um, Twitter. Either uh, Connor's page, at Connor Halley, my page, B underscore A underscore D, 1727. There you can find the link to, or just go straight to, at Fantasy Frenzy AM, and uh, the link will be there. Yeah. Please join up, we, we, you can still enter in, the first game's down, but since the full slate hasn't started yet, I'm pretty sure people can still enter, right Connor? I believe so, uh,
0: they're, they're, I think the deadline they actually had was Sunday morning. To make your last pick, so people could potentially get in. If you are a one of the eleven people who picked the Chiefs, maybe you jump back in. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not telling you you can't do that. But uh, yeah, I, I believe you can still join. Uh, RBS just texting in there. So yes, uh, I, th- I yeah, think I just you can. created
1: another entry. So, oh,
0: Brandon, you making ten. It. I'll delete. No, it. you make two and you win this thing you do it for the I'm gonna show i'm going to make the same pick in both. exact <laughs> i i mean that why not why not uh, looks like uh, rbs is joining as well so yeah if you haven't if you haven't got our links we've been sending them back to everyone i apologize if you haven't got them best place to get it at fantasy frenzy am on twitter or x and the link is right there it's the pinned tweet so you can definitely sign up there uh, RBS says, Go Steelers! Have a great Sunday, fellas. You as well, man. Go get some Wilhawk Beef Jerky and enjoy it. I recommend you all do that. They've got three locations, Leduc, Spruce Grove, or right here in West Edmonton Mall. Check them out, WilhawkBeefJerky.com. Also got to thank the Canadian Brew House, another great spot. If you're looking for an establishment to go watch, go check them out, and uh, locations all over the city. I'll be there Monday night for the Bills and Jets. We got to thank our guest today. We had... Jeff Radcliffe. Jeff Radcliffe, yes, sorry. The other
1: no. pregame show on CBS Sports Network.
0: There you go, 6 a.m. till 10 a.m. Big thank you to Brad Slater for hooking that one up. He was a great guest. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to recap the weekend in fantasy. We'll talk some NHL on behalf of Brandon Douglas. I'm Connor Halley. It's Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. And right now we will get to a sports top of the hour update brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. com. Here's Brandon Douglas.